Good evening, everybody. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Angela, how are you? Good, Papa. How are you? Good. This is Jeff Gowan of Solid Canine Training with the wonderful Angelo. Joel is up in New England right now, taking care of some business. And um, business, you said business. I know. I know what I said. And uh, it's the What Would Jeff Do show. This is a Q&A show where you will type your questions. Angela will read them and I will answer them. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have enough time for every, to answer every question proficiently. Um, I'll just give you a good rough idea. We do have podcasts six days a week. If you want to get a really complete answer, you would schedule a one-on-one with me. Um, also, if you join our Patreon channel, our Patreon channel is actually extremely helpful for people. Um, because you get a lot of video time and FaceTime with me. Um, but scheduling a one-on-one is definitely um, really, really powerful. Um, I don't actually need to even see your dog. I just need to know about the behavior, and uh, your life could change. It's really, really dramatic. I use the word punishment a lot. Um, punishment is not abuse. It's been hijacked. Um, punishment is um, the opposite of a reward. You can call it a correction. You can call it whatever you want to. But the actual factual word is punishment. You apply a punisher to... um, Instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. To instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. I've watched enough of these podcasts. And that's just the fact. That's not an opinion. It's a fact. And I the studies... Everyone likes to throw studies, studies, studies. The studies are not studies. They are flawed. They are outright blatantly wrong, and they have no application um, um, in um, the real world. They don't. They they absolutely don't. Um, Anybody with any common sense knows reward is not going to stop a dog from biting you, from jumping up on you, from resource guarding. Um, now step two, three, four, five, you can use a reward based system to reward the dog for making the right choice, but to stop the dog from making the wrong choice, you need to learn how to apply a punisher. There is, um, technique, there is timing, there is skill. Um, it's, you know, it's so funny how people are like, you know, yeah, you know, I don't think people should be yelling at their dogs and it's like, there's who say anything about yelling? What? Like yelling. And yelling? first of all, a punishment, you can actually yell a reward. You can yell good dog. You can yell for your dog to come back to you if it's far away. Yelling at your dog and scolding and shaking your finger, like that's not dog training. Like, like I have no idea what people are getting their information from, but that's not dog training. What it is is it's like it just tells you that people actually don't know and don't understand how to actually train a command and stop an unwanted behavior. And that's why I've been podcasting for 13 years. Um, Right now I'm podcasting six days a week, just putting out helpful information. Our social media has lots of helpful information. Wait, six days a week? Don't you mean five? Six podcasts a week. Oh. Um, So it's a good time to ask all of your questions. Um, get them in. There's something called Top Chat. Top Chat is something that's available on YouTube. And um, there's usually a dollar sign next to your comment box. And what you do is um, it gets you to the top of the queue, um, but you don't have to pay to play. We answer every question that comes across the screen as long as we don't um, run out of time. Most people do ask me how to stop unwanted behaviors. 
Why? Because that's what people are struggling with. Right now, the majority of people out there are struggling with stopping unwanted behaviors. If you want to learn how to just train your dog, we use a reward-based system to do basic obedience. In fact, a video went up today of Courtney, one of our trainers, just running a dog through stand, sit, and down. And it's all reward-based. It's all reward-based. Um, that's how you train commands with rewards. Um, now, when it comes to the proofing stage, um, that's when you start introducing um, a punisher. And then obviously when it comes to stopping unwanted behaviors, that's when um, you're using a punisher. But people need to educate themselves um, a lot more. We've got a fantastic course on um, uh, 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 called Greed to Graduate. So it's called Green to Graduate. It's available at <laughs> academy.solidcanine.training.com. The course is um, powerful. You can actually take a dog. We took a dog that didn't even know its name. And we um, off-leash tra train that dog in um, 11 days. Big deal. We're dog trainers. We have a skill set. We know what we're doing. But your average family can off-leash train a dog in four to six weeks from not knowing any commands. In one day, you can have dramatic change with your dog. Like one of our videos can make a humongous difference in your life. We get email after email after email after email letting us know um, how powerful not just our training is, but proper dog training. The concept and social media and the new woke media and the whole new, you know, um, um, uh, nonsense that's going on out there I mean, I'm still waiting for somebody to call my dog, tell my dog has white privilege. That's how far it's going. So I'm waiting for somebody to tell me that my dog has white privilege. That's how, that's how deep dog training has gotten into the vernacular of society right now. It's ridiculous. It's like, no, these are 42 teeth predators. They're selfish animals. They're not yet. Are they our friends? They're selfish animals. That doesn't mean we don't love them. That doesn't mean they will not quote unquote love us. If there is such a thing that an animal can do, that doesn't mean they don't make great companions and pets. They do. I love my dogs, <laughs> but we have to still remember what they're capable of doing. And unless you've walked in the trenches like we do, and we deal with dog killers. We deal with dogs that put people in the hospital. We deal with dogs that um, have mauled people. We deal with dogs that have got massive resource guarding, massive leash reactivity, um, separation anxiety, all things that usually people give up dogs. Um, uh, and um, we can dramatically help you. 90 plus percent of dog trainers out there don't even dabble in that. Therefore, why are they opening up their mouths about how it should be done when they actually don't do it? How could you give advice on something that you don't do? You can have an opinion on it, but that doesn't mean it's going to work. So we know what works. We know what doesn't work. Um, our way is not the only way, but we know what works, whether we do it or not. And we know it doesn't work. Um, that's for sure. So, Angelo, let's uh, jump right into the questions. Okay. 
from LP. Hi, all. Hey, LP. Hello. How are you? Uh, from Kim. Hi, guys. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. How are you? Okay. Uh, from Craig. You missed Daniel. What? No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I did. Yep. Oh. From Daniel. Hi. How are you today? Uh, good. Good. Things are great. It's been a, it was a very productive day today. It was nice outside. It went by fast. Today is probably the last sunny day for three days. And then it's, well, I should say the last warm day for three days. Oh, no. But guess what? You got your, you got your bookshelves came in. Um, your bookshelves mm. came in today. Mm -hmm. So we'll be setting those up but in your no, new bedroom. But it's going to be the last, the last warm day you for have to get, three Just for three days. days. You, have to get, you have to do a tour of your new bedroom. Uh, well, it's not finished. But we do give an empty tour. Oh, yeah, uh, before and after comparison. Yep. Next. Craig, hi, guys. Five inches of snow here in Michigan and still falling. Yep. So Florida is no snow. And it's, um, oh. it might have hit in the high 70s today. Next. Uh, let's see. Next stop is Crystal, methods to deal with aggression and directed at one dog in particular in the home. So there are a lot of variables. There is that you would do a one-on-one -on -one with me. There are a lot of variables. I don't know you. I don't know your dog. I don't know the dog that it's being aggressive towards. I don't know your expertise on stopping unwanted behaviors. I don't know your household management plan. I don't know anything at all. But it will, you know, it will involve um, training what you want. But the first thing you want to do is stop what you don't want. So stopping aggression, uh, you know, dog on dog aggression in the same home is the highest failure rate and the hardest thing to do in dog training. Um, we have a lot of success with it, but it is the highest failure rate. Most owners um, struggle with what needs to be done. So right off the bat, you probably have a leadership and structure issue. And you also need to learn how to properly apply a punisher to the dog, but you also need to understand and read your dogs better, most likely. And it's possible that you are doing things to make things worse, not on purpose, though. Nobody says, I want my dogs to fight, so I'm going to do this. But a lot of people are doing this, and it's making the dogs more apt to fight. So there's a lot of variables. So unfortunately, this podcast is not going to help you with um, dog fighting, but a one-on-one -on -one will, our inner circle will. You'll send me videos. I'll look at the videos. I'll be able to tell you exactly what to do. Um, in a minimum, your dog should know baseline obedience. So you can rely on that. Your dog should understand yes and no. I don't care how sweet your dogs are. I don't care how smart they are. So usually we get that. My dogs are sweet. My dogs are smart, but they're fighting. Okay. I'd rather have, um, unsweet dogs and stupid dogs that don't fight. Wait, but then so they were unsweet. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference how much you love them. None of that stuff matters. The only thing that matters is, is laser focused on how to stop the aggression. So we have ways to do that. I can tell you step by step, but it's going to take a one-on-one because -on -one I have a lot of questions to ask you. And any decent dog trainer that rehabs aggression is going to hopefully want to dive really deep into it. Next. Okay. 
carrot, carrot, right? Yep. Yeah. Garrett, our first group class. Our first group class is this Friday. Would you have an itinerary? I believe the one researched will be su- the one researched will be sufficient. Yet the inexperienced, pure, positive people on property will attend. Well, I don't know what the skill set of all the handlers or the dogs coming in, but you start by immediately getting everybody in order. So in other words, when I do my seminars with 25 dogs, 65 people, which I'm not doing seminars anymore, I had every mm-hmm. dog quiet in 10 minutes or less, sometimes 15 minutes, all out of control. Most of them reactive, most of them aggressive. They all shut up. So the first thing you need to do is teach people how to shut their dogs up. You need to teach people how to actually do proper leash handling. Um, you would start with that. Dogs will be barking at each other. You need to teach people how to stop the barking immediately so you need to run a quiet orderly class just like you would if it was a bunch of students human students sit down at your desk close your mouth eyes forward and be ready to learn same with dog training same with dog training and then if it's a basic obedience class you'll be running through all your basic obedience but always keep in mind that that's usually indoors and a lot of it falls apart outdoors. So if you can have a true, true, true group class that, that, that shares all the information with the dog, both what we want you to do and what we don't want you to do, you can start doing, you can start doing you know, excursions. Today, I was at a coffee shop with Wes for two hours. And he was in a downstate for the whole two hours while I got work done. You know, to me, that's real world dog training. Um, and I don't believe I said more than down to him one time next okay uh from sarah hi hi my dog is leash and off leash trained but i think we made the mistake of of taking him to the dog park first before he before training him to be neutral around other dogs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um we just put up a post the other day is i am not a fan of um the um dog parks at all I am sure millions of dogs and families have very good dog park experiences. I'm not ignorant ignorant to that fact. But the dogs we see are the ones that have horrific experiences. The going to the dog park created unwanted behaviors. They took perfectly balanced dogs and made them highly reactive, nervous, and fearful. So, um, but it is what it is. What's done is done. You can override all of that stuff. Next. Uh, Miguel. I'm sorry. Um, Miguel. 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 Sorry. Miguel, what's the best way to handle food aggression? Okay. Well, I'll tell you what you don't want to do is you don't want to do the switching out for a higher value item. So anything that's resource guarding, if your dog is resource guarding, you can teach your dog the out command. We have a resource guarding video on our academy. You can purchase. We also have free videos on our YouTube channel on the out command. Resource guarding can be stopped in three seconds. Three seconds, you can stop resource guarding, meaning a dog will bite you over its food, a bone, actually anything valuable. It's bed. Another, uh, dogs guard humans all the time, their owners. Um, 
anything the dog deems valuable, a stuff, little stuffed animal. Um, it takes three seconds to both physically and mentally stop resource guarding. And both those components are important. You don't just want to physically stop it. You want to mentally stop it. Meaning the dog learns that it, it is not going to resource guard anymore. It will learn to make a better choice. So, you know, getting a shock collar, which we use in all of our training, people call them remote cowers, e-cowers. You can call them a shock collar. That seems to offend a lot of people for some reason, but in 2023, with e-cower technologies and Dogtro, which are the preferred brands that we use, um, there are other brands out there, but those are the two that we like to use. Modern technology, you can call them three, four, five different names, but they're all the same thing. Next. From Angelo. Dane, I'm surprised you haven't sworn yet. Or yeah, um, I, I usually tone my swearing down around Ange, even though I swear, do swear in front of him often because Angelo is usually sitting 10 feet away from me during my podcast. Um, so he hears me you swear. You don't need to turn the swearing down, Papa. I know, because he doesn't, he doesn't swear. Yeah, I don't swear. You can go crazy. I don't care. All right. Well, there's nothing for me to swear about. Really? Not yet, at least. Next. All right. All right. <laughs> Uh, from Sarah, he is, wait, did I, oh, I, sorry, Gerd, I almost skipped you. From Gerd, well, you are a white guy with a dog. That's your comment about right, uh, exactly. white privileges. Right, right, exactly. Next. So I, I, I kind of see the logic, not really, well, it, you can't see the logic because no, there isn't it, there isn't any logic at all. Next. Yeah. From Sarah, now he's reactive when he sees other dogs when he's on a leash. What can I try to do? Okay, well, you need to under we have a leash reactivity. Oh yeah. So what I would do is this: we have a we have a bundle. It's a green to graduate bundle, which will fully off on leash and off leash train your dog. You bundle that with the leash reactivity course. You actually get two leash reactivity courses. So I would look at our bundle on the academy website. With leash reactivity, what tools are you using? Are you using a prong collar? Are you using a remote quote unquote you know, shock collar? Do you understand how to apply a punisher? Do you understand what loading is? Are you walking your dog in a proper heel, even though heel and leash reactivity has nothing to do with each other, but we have to start somewhere. So the more you know, the better you'll do. The more you know, the better you'll be able to teach your dog. So what are you walking your dog on? Have you applied when your dog goes reactive? What do you do? And do you understand what loading is? Because that's when you apply your punisher is the loading stage, which is the pre-reactivity stage. Once the dog is reactive, you've missed it. It's too late. So the course we have on leash reactivity, it's cheaper. That bundle that I just mentioned is cheaper than a dog trainer. And you'll get 10 times the results. Next. Uh, from Gerd. I want to learn... Turn to deal with those dogs, the the ones that no one can handle. We'll be doing a shadow program, oh, most likely. Down we will. Well, you will. We're going to be doing. We're going to be doing a shadow program, most likely down here in Florida, um, and you'll be able to um, learn. Um, I always encourage people to not work with aggression. Nice. We'll be doing a shadow program. It is. It is. Cool. Very difficult, very dangerous to do. High failure rate. It takes a very special person mentally to do it. 
and your human skills with owners needs to be impeccable. And you have to give reasonable expectations. Next. Okay, Garrett. Only about 1,500 dogs, though. I'm not sure what that's referring to. Uh, me neither. Uh, anyways, Gerd, how many books does Angelo have? Uh, all of them. No, Angelo probably has, between, between here and Rhode Island, over 500 books, most likely. Oh, easily. Easily over 500 books. Oh, wait, 500? Mm. No, you do. That's a, that's a strip, but considering how many books I have in Rhode Island. You have, in, you have a lot of books. You have, a, you, you have enough to fill up a, a 20-foot wall, six-foot high of books. Next. That's kind of scary yeah. to think about. That's a lot of books. Okay. Uh, 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 let's see. Garrett, Dane Texter. Uh, what does that mean, Dane Texter? He's texting or he's voice voicing. Okay, only about only about one thousand and five hundred dogs through my hands yet from shelter work at clients. Definitely still growing. Your mentoring is very appreciated. Well, Garrett, that's a lot of that's a lot of dogs. That is a lot of do- a thousand and five hundred. A lot of dogs. So and and you learn a lot of stuff too. So and every dog you learn more from. So just keep it going. Just just keep it going and don't be afraid to experiment and try new protocols. And get out of your comfort zone and learn how to push dogs. Learn how to work with fearful dogs. I mean, instead of aggression, learning how to work with fearful, anxious, nervous um, uh, dogs, there is actually more of a demand for. And you've got a higher chance, ch- high, much higher chance that the dog will stay alive. Next. Okay. So, meaning of the dog taking time away oh, from Jonathan. John, sorry, Jonathan. Anyways, from Jonathan, meaning of the dog taking time to respond to command. She'll sit with and give him command for her. What does EG mean? An example. I'm not sure. Maybe that's a misspelling, but keep going. Uh, anyways, but might decide to take 20 seconds. Hints. Say stop. The dog will stop, but has to take a few steps first. Not always. So as far as the dog taking 20 seconds to do a command. That's too long. The reason why that is, because your dog is a selective listener. What has been your incentive for taking longer than three seconds? If your dog absolutely positively knows sit and you say sit and the dog dilly dallies, you would give a firm leash correction in an upward fashion okay now to train the sit you use food once the dog knows a reliable sit now you have to apply a punisher in order for the dog to do the command in a timely fashion next uh, from Anne, how do you untrain leash aggression? Created the hiss in them by making them sit and wait hey, slash be polite while other dogs walk by. Now they both lunge and sound like uh, velociraptors. That's what the word is. The hair, are, they are labs off leash. They love other dogs. The hey also would not attack if I lost control of the leash, but I'm worried they would be attacked because of their energy. Yeah, absolutely. Leash reactive dogs often get attacked. So, but leash, react, leash reactivity and aggression are two very, very, very separate things. A lot of leash reactive dogs are not aggressive at all, but you can absolutely be open to an attack. Again, 
I have a leash reactivity course. I would encourage people to get it. It's well worth the investment. It's cheaper than an hour consult with me. You'll get better results than going to um, most dog trainers. We have workshops. One of the leash reactivity courses that is up. That's why I love the bundle because you get both courses and the green to graduate in the bundle. Um, it was actually filmed at one of my leash reactivity seminars. I used to hold leash reactivity seminars every single month. Oh my gosh. That's how huge leash reactivity is. So you need to learn how to, again, recognize what loading is and know how to properly apply a punisher to a dog. So the course will teach you step-by-step how to stop leash reactivity. Next. Okay. Mel, seminars were so life-changing, but I love your guys' new trajectory at the moment. Thanks. Yeah, Mel, I miss seminars tremendously. You do? Yep, I do. One of my favorite things to do was... Then why do you stop? Logistics, quality of life. Logistics? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. What the flip are logistics? Quality of life. Ah. I didn't want to be on the road every other week so I can spend more time with you. Even though you would go to the seminars. Every four weeks. Nice to go. I used to do 26 a year. So that's every other week. Next. Oh my. Every other week we were on the road. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't imagine that. Anyways, Garrett, my idea is to explain head to toe health exam. Then start with basic place, sit down, duration, leash manners exam, example, then coach. Okay. That's a great way to do it. If you've got five sessions, six sessions, also a lot of the stuff that you teach also can be as far as like proper husbandry, that could be on paper or in video format. So oh. you'd, have, you'd have a bunch of videos archived that you can send to all the potential, so I mean to all the participants and send it to them prior to them even arriving for class. Next. Okay, Jackie, I started using a bunker, bunker in home t- and and it gave no value to stop nonsense barking at home. Still an issue on, on walks. How long do you suggest carrying the bunker on walks to eliminate barking at strangers, kids, and dogs? I also I also use prawn and e-collar, but the bunker has been the most powerful so far. Lots of structure and boundaries all day. So um, hmm. I'm glad you're trying so hard. As far as the bunker not stopping barking, especially in the house, it's possible that you didn't do it hard enough. Most people bonk at about 10% of what should be bonked. Your bonking should be extremely, extremely firm. It's a cotton towel. You will not hurt your dog. No. As far as barking, what I always tell people to do is what's the rest of your day look like? Are you holding your dog accountable for everything else during the course of the day? Are you working your dog above threshold? A lot of people don't like to work their dogs into stress and then teach them how to deal with stress. It's possible that you're underwhelming your dog. I would say the majority of people underwhelm their dog. Next. Jackie, Angela rocks. What a good kid. Thanks. He's a really good kid. He has his own podcast too. It's on tomorrow mm-hmm. night at um, not quite sure what time. Five. It might not five, be on at five. five. Yeah. It might be on a different time tomorrow. What? Oh, okay. Next. Uh, Miggle, thank you. I'll look into the videos and I appreciate the response. You're welcome. Yeah, some of my things are easier to just get a video 
than to get a short little 15 second <laughs> answer because dog training on a lot of things isn't that quick. Stopping leash reactivity, you need there's a method to do it. There's an actual there's an actual method to do it. Next. Third, not yet, says Angelo. Huh. When 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 you had when you said there have there hasn't been anything to swear yet, and then I went, not yet. No, not yet. Next. Though it's actually is kind of surprising. I'll try. I'm doing not my really. I'm doing my best not <laughs> to swear. You don't have to. No. I mean, why are you doing your best not to swear? It's a. It's a. Is it because I'm here? Because a, I don't matter. I, 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 why did I say I don't matter? I don't care if you swear. Okay. Oh my gosh. Thanks. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's see. Uh, Lisa, eight months pu- eight months old, old pup, very distracted outside. Environmental, dogs, people, busybody. Have pup. Have popped with prong to no avail. Need focus and engagement. Help. So what you need the dog to do is most people pop at about 10%, 20% of what our true pop is. Isn't that what you said with the bonkers? Yes. Um, also keep in mind that we train inside first and then we go outside. But as soon as you walk out the door, everything um, training disappears because of the environmentals. So have you done the 180 move watch my video on youtube it's called the 180 move which is not just turning around it's very invasive it'll get your dog's attention are you correcting applying a punisher to your dog for not listening are you correcting your dog for not paying attention like firmly not paying it like firm not a little pop but firm extremely firm next while out walking a dog, what what should someone do if they miss the learning stage and the dog reacts? You're sort of too late. You just get out of there. Yeah, just scram. Well, not scram, but you just move out of the way. Give your dog space. Just you and the dog. Just create space. Next. Uh, the Zeke 1970. What's up, gents? What's up? How you doing, Zeke? Nice. Uh, why are you smiling? Because I'm happy. Next. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for the next question, Angela. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Jonathan. Good. Thank you. No problem. You're welcome. Uh, Devin. Oh, wait. What happened here? Devin, can you correct? Can you correct your dog in the conditioning phase of a knee collar? Um, for. Not for obedience, because your dog shouldn't be corrected for obedience until it knows the obedience. Um, But for unwanted behaviors, absolutely. So even if your dog is not trained on a remote collar yet, shot collar yet, you can still correct it for barking, still correct it for jumping, still correct it for counter surfing. You can do do all those things. But... um, we don't use an e-cower to correct a dog for obedience until it's fully literate on the obedience. And we've taken it through our four-stage process, the, uh, the punishment correction being the last phase. So it, it actually takes a while to get up to the punishment phase. Next. Uh, uh, Nate, trying to teach deaf dog out command from food bowl. There's more to the question, Angela. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, then you missed a question. No, yeah. I didn't. Yep. 
Nate's first question. Should I use vibrate? Hmm. That's after this. One. Okay, go ahead. Uh, and then also, Nate, should I use vibrate? to should I use vibrate with leech pressure and condition that? I didn't then add in the other dog, and then so one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Oh, okay. So we don't use vibrate. We but this use... is a deaf dog, so. So we don't use vibrate, but he's but he's talking about teaching else. the out command. The out command. So we don't use vibrate. We use shock. And you can use shock on a deaf dog. So we've got, watch the video on the out command. It doesn't make a difference if the dog is blind or deaf. Next. Uh, okay. Devin, can you correct the dog? Oh, wait, no. He uh, already said that. Uh, okay. I'll, this time it is Devin. Yes. Uh, let's see. Can you correct a dog with a collar during the conditioning phase? He's double. He double asked the question. Go to the next Triple. Place. Yep. Triple, actually. Trying to... This is the same question, right? You're going to this question here. Yes. This question. Right. Yes. Read that question. Okay. 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 Trying to teach deaf dog out command from food bowl for, for dog on dog food aggression. Since I can't use words, should I use vibrate with leash pressure to teach it? We don't use vibrate at all. That doesn't mean you can't use it at all. We use shock. And I've got a very specific video on how to teach the out command. It takes you step by step by step on how to teach the out command. Watch the video. Follow the steps. Next. Uh, hold on. Let me fi fix my back pillow. <laughs> hmm. So, what? I'm waiting for you to ask the next question. I, I caught, there was something in my throat. I had to cough. Uh, what happened? Okay. Also, what can I do with dogs that shut down with very little physical pressure? You have to learn how to work them through it. So is the dog shutting down or objecting? A lot of dogs have never had any pressure put on them whatsoever. A lot of kids have had never had any chores given to them before or any responsibilities or any boundaries or limits. So you get the same thing from children. If we're going to humanize this, which I don't like to do, but I can play the human game all day long. As far as dogs, we get lots of dogs that just flat out refuse to work. And it's not a shock collar conversation. It's not a prong collar conversation. It's a asking the dog to do something conversation. What do you do? You, you, that's where your, that's where your creative dog training skills come into play. You learn how to work dogs through that. And a lot of times you have to use force. A lot of times you'll hear the, you'll, you'll hear the catchphrase. Don't use force to train. Don't use fear to train. Don't use pain to train. All of those statements are false because there's no context to them. I assure you, if a dog goes for my son, there will be a huge amount of force and pain involved to the dog. I'm not going to ask the dog to not bite my son. I'm going to let the dog know that if it ever thinks about doing that again, it might be its last day on earth. Because it probably will be its second to last day on earth because it will be put down the next day. Yeah. So I choose to live my life in reality with predators that we have made pets. And I know the horrific things that dogs can do 
to humans and children. So knowing that I've been specializing in aggression rehab for 20 years, all of these slogans are for people who most likely have either never had a challenging dog or they just recommend killing the dog for lack of skill set because they don't believe in, you know, punishment. And if a reward can't fix it, the dog can't be trained. So um, what you're going to be doing is with a shutdown dog, a remote collar is actually a great motivator. Next. Okay, let's see. Uh, from Jane, would love to see videos in slow motion of dogs loading with you narrating. Sometimes the signs are so subtle that I don't think most of us see it. We have them. They're already they're they're out there. We have we have loading videos out there on on our uh, social media pages. Um, we just did one a couple months ago showing, but in our seminars, every dog loads. You can really see the loading. You can really see the loading a lot. It's it's we show it in many videos. Dogs loading. There's a viral video out there that that you know that was chopped up and edited from the bonking debacle of 2019. It was taken from one of my seminars. It's a 20 minute video cut down to 30 seconds, and it looks like I'm just hitting dogs, but the dogs were actually loading at the time. So when you watch that full 20-minute video and you actually have context to it, then it makes sense. Next. Let's see. Jackie, thanks for the tips. I watched all your bunker videos, even in how to make one, lol. I have missed my dog when tossing bunker. I'll try to be fair and have better aim. I'm very militant. Mm -hmm. I'm very militant with commands all day, so this recent and adolescent barking has been frustrating. Dog was off leash training, trained at five months old. Keep in mind, a five-month-old dog, which is that means you just worked really, really hard, so kudos to you, is different than an eight-month, nine-month-old dog, ten-month-old dog. So they're different. Mm -hmm. And then when they get up to two years old, they're different. So it's a different dog. It's like a German Shepherd gets its German Shepherd bark, like they grow into it at eight or nine months, sometimes younger. Sometimes they wait until after a year. Um, but there's a difference between a five-month-old dog and a 10-month-old dog. Next. Okay. Saw blade. I've, I've managed. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are, you, are you reading all these questions? Because I'm seeing questions that you're not seeing. Uh, what? I'm not skipping anything. Right before Sawblade was Jackie, so... There's that a Jonathan, um, the 180 move, Jonathan Harding-Clark. I'm sorry, what? Right up there. What? You, I you missed, I did you, read no, you, no, you did not. Yes, I did, didn't no. I? Nope, you I, I could have sworn I did. Nope. Okay, Jonathan, 180 move is definitely a great way to, t- to tune the dog up on a walk. A couple of the and the dog gets it. That's right, yeah. I do not know how to speak. You skipped it, and now you're skipping even more. What? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Scroll back up. Yeah, I already read these. Okay, so you missed that one. So now scroll down. Right. <laughs> do you really think I'm skipping more? Anyway, Sawblade Entertainment. I've managed to get enough together for the workshop Zoom. I'm excited for it. Good, good, awesome. All it's right. going to be a good one. Oh. It's going to be a really good one. So that's um, if you don't know what he's talking about, um, it should go up for pre-sale, I believe, on Friday up for sale on Friday. I mean, we're going to be doing a, a five day live 
remote tower training online that you attend online. It will not be turned into a course. It's live. If you pay for it, you will get the recording of it, but it's live, interactive Q&A. You'll see how we work with a dog live. I'm with an e-collar. How we train obedience, stop any unwanted behaviors. Excuse me, next. Okay. Garrett, is there another Garrett here? Um, Same one. I don't believe so, Garrett. I don't think there are two Garretts. Mel, predators that we have made pets. Well said. And and, uh, an expansion on that, a lot of the... most of the dog's fa- of the dog's family will can and will tear you to shreds. First up, they're related to bears, wolves, which we already—I mean, come on—we we know that. But actually, the, actually, the wolf that the dog is but all related are related. So there was a split. The wolves that the dogs are related to no longer exist. So there's a mm. there's a top chat. Read that one. Uh, from should I just... Amar Singh? From Amar, Jeff. Recall training fail held hard at the park today. Chasing him after a truck with barking dog. Yep. Used a sixty to get him. He helped a bit. How significant? How significant? Hint typed. How significant are these types of failures? I figure her need more reps. So. Not necessarily more reps, but your, your remote car goes up to 100. Don't forget. So have you trained your dog to recall on high levels? So dogs blow off recall. Training fails. Go to YouTube and look up competition dog fails. You'll see dogs that are doing choreographed routines, have practiced them thousands of times, are genetically sound, and they still got it wrong, dramatically wrong. So Why? there's always going to be a dog because nature, mother nature, there's always going to be a dog that just blows off training. But 60, if my dog was chasing a, a truck full of dogs or a deer or a coyote, it's on 100 automatically. Next. Uh, from, uh, from Devin, you're very impressive, little dude. Keep on, go- keep on keeping on. That's torture. Yeah, Papa is very impressive. Thanks. <laughs> I got you, little dude. Uh, next. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Devin. From Front Street, 2011. Why do all these, why do some of these names have, have, the, have dates of a year on them? Maybe that's when they started the, um, they started getting onto YouTube. Or maybe that's when they made their name. Or maybe that's when they were born. Or maybe Front Street is the name of a restaurant and it was founded in 2011. Or, or maybe 2011 is when and they decide to make that username. I don't know about what's... Yeah, from the... Front Street 2011. Right. <laughs> uh, hello. Hello, I've been watching you for years. I recently got a Doggo Ar- Gen- Argentino Do- Do- Doggo. Oh, Dogo. I thought that's a doggo. Dogo, yep. <laughs> a Dogo Argentino pup. He is nine months old. Have you ever worked with this breed and met and any tips for dealing with their stubbornness? Keep up, keep up great work. Well, nine months old, it's, a, it's definitely not a first-time dog um, really? breed for first-time owners. Dogos, um, 
the ones that we've worked with have been highly, highly aggressive. Um, oh, never seen it's not dog. your average family dog. Um, uh, your dog right now is stubborn. It's nine months old. It's just objecting. So um, now you have to just up the, um, the consequences for not listening to you. You have to be really careful, though, because your dog might redirect on you because of um, the age and um, the dog might be like, I'm not listening to you, F you, and um, no matter what you, what, no matter what you say. So you should be working your dog harder now and holding your dog more accountable and asking your dog to do more things. Next. You swore. Ha ha. About time. Next. <laughs> Make sure you okay, scroll okay. down so you don't miss any questions. I, I will go next. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh. I can't scroll down right now, so. Well, you don't want to miss people's questions. I, I won't. Pop up. Wait, no, where'd it go now? So the last one was about the dogo. So you've got to scroll back up, honey. You keep getting bumped down. Yeah, front street, dogo. Yep, now there's that one right there. I'm getting sure. bumped down because new questions are appearing. Got it. Uh, from Cheryl. Ha- hello, all. Hello, hey, Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl. I'm so sorry, yep, Cheryl. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. From Christine. Christine. Chris, from Christine. Welcome to nature, lol. Yep. Mother <laughs> Is it lol or LOL? LOL. I kind of think it's both, to be yep. honest. Because yep. LOL would be all capitals. Because they're the letters, they're the raw letters themselves. AI technology reads it as lol. So it is lol. No, it's not. It's LOL. But, but it, the AI technology reads it as lol. Right. Therefore, it's lol. No. You're, you're a human, though. So next. What? No. What? Uh, never mind. Next. Uh, uh, Kim. Lol. Good one, Angelo. Uh, uh, Thank you. Thank and you. move on. Thank you. <laughs> and move on. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways. Jackie. Joe is cool, but I... I think I love Angelo co-hosting more. Don't tell her. You do realize she could be watching the podcast. She probably is going to hear about that, Jackie. Yeah. So, uh, Joelle is, is, is... Don't go to Florida for the next few months. So so Joelle is the most wonderful co-host that I can exactly. ask for. As much as I love Angelo, she's the best co-host. Yeah, I, I'm the guy co-hosting, and I agree with that. Yeah. So... He's filling in. He's, he's filling in on yeah. Friday as well. Next. Uh, There's uh, another top chat, actually. Wait, what? Oh. I'll read it. Arsene says, thanks, Jeff. Is there a protocol after recall failure like that? Or just go back to training at level 7 to 12? You need to train your dog on high levels with high levels of distraction. So what I would do is I would take your dog out to the park, keep a 30-foot, 50-foot long line on your dog. So training at 7 to 12 for recall is not going to work outside with distractions. That goes right out the window. It goes right out the window. Just think about it. Your dog blew off 60. You need to train your dog at high, high levels. So what I would do is have your dog on a long line, have it go outside, have it sniffing the ground, back 20 feet away from it, call it back to you, correct it at a high level, even though it, before it even has a chance to come back to you. Now the dog will avoid, try to, now the dog will respect recall more. So you, I don't know, but then again, I don't know how many reps you have done. 
how many reps have you done? And have you gone, have, have you gone to correction level for non-compliance of a recall before? So in a fenced in area, let's say your dog is like playing with dogs and you call it and it doesn't come back. Have you trained your dog to come off of dogs? Take a pile of food, throw it on the ground. Your dog's eating it. Can you, can you recall your dog off food? Or out. Recall it. your dog off a ball. Okay, next. Let's see. From Linda, I, I love the energy that Angelo brings to these lives. Thanks. Yeah, he's got a lot of great energy. He's a really, really um, wonderful, wonderful. But Joel is a better co-host. You have, let's not discount, yes. let's not discount you though. Okay, but please. he is a good co-host. Oh, please not I, I'm not discounting me. Okay, I'm not. Next. But still. Okay. Uh, Jill, Angela, have you thought about getting your own dog one day? Uh, yeah, I actually have. I mean, I'm not sure if I will. I mean, we have family dogs. I might. You know, keep in mind that dogs are a very small part of our lives. Oh, yeah. As much as I mean, I do want to get one, but you know, we're, we're looking for another German Shepherd right now. But like giving a child a dog, I mean, actually, you said one day, so it might be eventually. But it will end up being not just a child's dog. That's a big mistake that a lot of parents make. They get dogs for kids. But since Angelo's homeschooled, Angelo does take care of our family dogs, Wes and um, Tex, a lot. He swims them today. He swims them, I think, three or four times a day. He lets them out to the bathroom. He takes them for walks. He puts them to bed. He um, doesn't feed them because I feed them at six in the morning. He's still sleeping. Um, yeah, I'm taking a snooze. <laughs> um, but there's... You know, right now, Angelo's bedroom was just um, finished. He'll be like, Tex, Tex will be sleeping out there with Angelo. Um, I hope he'll feel more comfortable out there um, with Tex in the room. Um, but we're looking around for another German Shepherd right now, and Angelo will most likely participate in a lot of it. But keep in mind, Angelo has worked with thousands and thousands of dogs. And I've pet um, like two. And he barely pets them. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. That'd be his choice. But I, I would, um, if Angelo said to me right now, he wants his own dog. I would, uh, no. I, I would, I would say no. I would say no. I, I don't want my own dog right now. Because it wouldn't be his dog. It would be end up being just more responsibility for everybody else in the house. Yeah. Can I expand on that? The mm -hmm. dog thing. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say, hey, if I were to get a dog, I would probably get a smaller one more than a bigger one because I don't really want to deal with a huge dog. Okay, I, I think some of us can relate to that. Yeah. A lot of us don't want to deal with a big dog. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of really hardy, um, small breed dogs that are can go hiking with you and swimming with you, and mm -hmm. they can even go biking with you. And there's a lot of. Small... But they're not like. Big, big. No, there's, so there's I... dogs that are in the 30 pound range, but there's also dogs in the 20 pound range that are pretty hardy dogs. Mm -hmm. Next. Okay, let's see. Jonathan, if I miss the stealth window of time with the bonker and the, and the dog catches me, I'll throw it anyway. The response is the same. Dog comes to my side. Is this the same? So your marker, your no marker is what's important. So if you say the word no, mark that, your punisher can be a little bit late if you have to be. Same with saying yes, your reward can be late. Now, I shouldn't use the word late. It doesn't have to be like in one to two seconds like everybody tells you. Next. All right. Saw blade. Should I finish the 
to agreeing to graduate too before the workshop, about halfway through watching it. Um, Good job. Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It might help. It might help to get to the remote collar part because um, you'll mm-hmm. be able mm-hmm. to understand it better and you might have better questions mm-hmm. to ask. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, let's see. From Sid. Hey, Sid. Hey, Sid. How are you? Anyways. Hi, J- hey, hi, JNA. Checking on, che- checking on late, but here. That's good. <laughs> you right. got a PB and J and you got a JNA. That's right. It's good to have you here. A jam and almond sandwich. Um, yeah. I don't think I would eat that mm, jelly and almond. What? Next, please. Okay, I will. We're running out of time. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, we already read that one. Oh, I know, but there was a comment below it. Keep him in line, Angelo. <laughs> right. Thanks, David. No, keep you in line. I know. Me keep you in I line. I know. Next. Uh, oh, uh, David. Angelo, Angelo Joel has more experience at the live. You are a great co-host. Thanks. That's true. He is. And he has his own podcast, too. All right. Uh, I love Wednesdays and fr- oh wait from Julia. I love Wednesdays and Fridays because I get had a double dose of Alia. <laughs> That's nice. Love Joel, but I love when Angelo co-hosts too. Thanks. Yeah, he's a great co-host. From Sam. Hi Jeff and Angela. Ho from wait, where'd that go? Uh, hi Jeff and Angela from your biggest fan in Argentina. Jeff is overwhelming. Oh, Jeff, comma, is overwhelming your dog a real thing? Um, it's a catchphrase. I mean, sure. Yeah, you can overwhelm your dog. We overwhelm dogs on purpose just to see how, how well they'll do under pressure. Like we, 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 we confuse dogs on purpose just to see if they will listen. And if they don't listen, how quickly they can recoup from not listening. So we try to get dogs frazzled. Once they're trained, we try to get them frazzled just to see if they can recoup and they'll know what to do because it really makes their mind think a lot. Next. From Jackie, would you consider an adolescent dog training course or just treat him or just treat them as adults? I know there's a puppy course. Just treat them as adults. So, yeah, once the dog is like 16, 18 weeks old, go right to the green to graduate. Go right to the green to graduate. Okay. Next. Uh, Jonathan, I do say no. Good to know. Good. Thanks, Jeff and Angelo. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, thank Jeff. I, I mean, Papa. I'm sorry. Thank Papa. You can call me Jeff. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay. Thank Papa, because he's the one who gave the response, and I didn't even know what to say there. You have a lot of tidbits of information. Little tidbits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. L is for living. Love your patience. Hints, Jeff, great role model. You're welcome. This, for some reason, this week's show, I have to move him along a little <laughs> bit more because he's because ma- I want to talk because he's making some side commentary. And I and Joel doesn't. Not Just, like you, though. Not like you. You're making a lot of side commentary. And com- two, so three. Tomorrow, okay, tomorrow, tomorrow's your show, and you can talk all you want. I've made four side comments in the past. Four. 55 minutes. Okay, last question, and then we have to go because I've got an online meeting coming up. Oh, you do? Yep, I do. Shoot. Yes. Okay, let's see. Uh, Constance. Hi, Constance, first up. Hi, Jeff and Angela. Oh, we have been super unwell over 
for here for the last five days. We are doing our best to keep a routine for the dogs, but everything is requiring requiring right effort effort oh my gosh i cannot talk today i know it's a silly question but they won't forget all their training in one week of no drills right no they'll be fine yeah they'll be fine. they'll be they'll be fine just do just do just do structure and i hope you get better and um uh, um it's time for us to uh end the show whoa, whoa, whoa. there's one thing Gerd has to say I'm, I'm just reading this so i can show you t- it to you right. hey jeff angela's hey jeff comma there uh, there's no comma right. but angela who's just learning to add add little side comments she needs because right. there's only right because uh, angela actually yeah. knows addition really well right all right everybody uh, thank you so much for she, tuning she didn't in mean that kind of adding i know she meant like adding side comments right yes yes i know now let me add my side, con- side comments. <laughs> well, hey, at least I got you laughing. You want to, you always give you laughing every day. Want to go get a bird? <laughs> bird. Wait, no, that's a morning podcast. Is it? Yeah. We do that in the morning. We don't do that in the afternoon. No. Nope. Oh. Sorry, guys. You'll need to wait t- for tomorrow to see a chicken. Right. Not tonight. You can only see the. So if you want to see a chicken, if you want to see one of have a, our baby chickens, you'll need to wait for the morning podcast because I'm only bringing them out during the morning. And tomorrow's podcast, being Thursday, is a is a private Instagram subscribers only and Patreon podcast. Sweet, that's a new addition into being on Patreon. You get to see cute little chickens. That's true, and being an Instagram subscriber. So, so think about getting one of our courses. Think about becoming an Instagram subscriber, a Patreon member. <laughs> Definitely dive into our fifty thousand plus pieces of content that are for free out there. Thirteen years of audio content, um, and uh, everybody have a fantastic <laughs> evening. And uh, we'll see everybody uh, tomorrow morning and Friday.